The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Okay, so let's dig a little deeper into the challenges facing seniors during this pandemic. There are some really obvious ones here, of course, but um, today the government announced seniors who qualify for uh, old age pension uh, security will be eligible for a one-time tax-free payment of $300. Those eligible for the guaranteed income pl- income supplement will get an extra 200 The federal government also says the pandemic has exposed some, quote, uncomfortable truths about how Canada cares for its seniors and it's going to work with the provinces to find lasting solutions. Is the funding announcement enough? What more needs to be done? Marissa Lennox is the chief policy officer with CARP, formerly known as the Canadian Association of Retired Persons. CARP has been calling for senior support. Marissa, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. All right, so first things first. I I mean, if you look at my text line right now, there's uh, not a a lot of people happy with 300, potentially $500 for our seniors. What does the organization, what do you feel about this? That's right. So a lot of seniors are obviously excluded, those that don't receive OAS or GIS um, payments. But, you know, every little bit counts, um, particularly seniors on a fixed income. You know, this, this, this will go a long way to support sort of the immediate needs around delivery of groceries and maybe additional costs related to prescription medications that we've seen. Um, so, you know, but it's interesting that you say, you know, you look at your call board and not a lot of people very happy. I would argue in many ways, um, while these announcements are welcome, they definitely don't go far enough to address some of the challenges around retirement security that we're seeing, yeah. which really have been exacerbated by COVID-19. Yeah, and that's one of the things that CARP has really been calling for is uh, better retirement security and to address a number of the financial concerns of seniors. And uh, some of them, you know, talking about, uh, you know, RSPs, that sort of stuff. What would what would CARP like to see done? What do your members want to see done? What would make things better and, and more helpful? Well, the biggest issue for our members really is, well, first, I, I suppose the first thing they'd like to see is the government follow through on its commitment to increase OAS and CPP, the CPP survivor benefit. Remember, during the election, the government mm-hmm. promised that once the senior turns 75, um, they'd see a 10% increase in OAS, and they promised to do it by July. And so yeah. I think a number of people are wondering, well, that would have been more significant than what was announced today. Um, The other big issue for our members really is around retirement security and RIF withdrawals. Um, Many people will know that your RSP converts to what's called a RIF at the age of 71. And at the age of 72, you need to start drawing down on that RIF according to a schedule. Now, there are so many reasons why RIF rules need to be reexamined. Life expectancy is longer. People are working well into their 70s, even 80s, and don't want to be drawing down on their retirement savings when they don't need to. Ultimately, it increases their tax liability at the end of the year. But now couple that with the fact that we've seen market market declines, significant market declines that have really impacted seniors' portfolios. And unlike a 40 or a 30 or a 50-year-old who, you know, are still in their working years and are able to earn back that income and maybe allow that their RSP to ride, many RIF, uh, many RIF holders don't want to be drawing down on their savings when they've seen such significant declines. So I would be, you know, remiss to mention people do have the option to transfer 
their risks in kind to a different investment vehicle. Many don't know that that option is available for them. So it is there, but there are often fees associated with that. And ultimately what we're hearing is that at the end of the day, they want to leave their risks untouched during current, you know, given the current market volatility. Marissa Lennox is the Chief Policy Officer with CARP and have been calling on the federal government for help for seniors during this pandemic. Um, I know that CARP did a survey recently as well um, into kind of some of the long-term care and the continuing care facilities. Uh, With your members, Marissa, we heard the Prime Minister say today, quote, um, that uh, it's it's made us face many uncomfortable truths and the federal government is going to be working with the provinces to help change and, and make things better in that survey that you did with your members I mean there was a there was a, a number of concerns that were raised um, on this front wasn't there yeah. oh absolutely probably the biggest was dissatisfaction with government action um, yeah. a majority of our members you know 80 to 90 percent of our members said they felt like their provincial their provincial government uh, hadn't done enough to prepare for COVID-19 in long-term care homes. And remember, we have we have members in every province and territory right across the country. Yeah. Um, and so this really was a sentiment that was felt right across coast to coast to coast. Um, you know, and then another, you know, 70% of our members said, said that the performance was, you know, less than good. So I think ultimately at the end of the day, the thing that we continue to hear mostly from our members, and these are these are people that either are in love, long-term care, but actually more likely have loved ones in long-term care, yeah. is the need for more staffing. We need to be yeah. investing in our workforce. We need to make this a more attractive environment so that more people want to go into it and that they want to stay there. The turnover rate is so high, and we know that there are other challenges associated with that, including continuity of care. So really, there's just a wealth of challenges in long-term care, and I would also add one of the things that the government ought to consider is what alternatives are there to long-term care and maybe we also need to be reflecting on investing in home care because ultimately what we know from our own members is that seniors want to age at home and they want to age in their communities and at home and what we do know too statistically 20 percent of people in long-term care could have their needs better met in the community but there aren't enough supports to meet them so that's something that i think the government needs to reflect on as well. And Marissa, I'm sure that given um, how we've watched uh, COVID-19 unfold across the country, and especially in these long-term care facilities, these continuing care facilities, that's going to want to make even more people want to stay home longer, and it's going to want their loved ones to make sure that they can do whatever they can to ensure that um, that folks can stay home longer. So, I mean, there's 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 so much to um, look at here. It's like an onion. You peel back one layer, and there's another. Um, how has your organization um, felt that the communication has been with the federal government on these issues? You know, it's interesting you asked. There was really a lot of misinformation that was circulating at the beginning of the pandemic. And I think that that certainly exacerbated the problem and certainly led to, you know, the spread of the disease in these vulnerable environments. So I would say we probably could have done a better job disseminating accurate information, timely information um, that really was needed in the early days that I think it just took far too long to get it out there to the public and to healthcare workers and to to families of loved ones.
Marissa Lennox joining us this afternoon. I want to thank you for your time. I appreciate your input into this. Let's talk again sometime uh, down the road. I appreciate this. Thanks for having me. Take care. Yeah, you bet. Uh, Marissa Lennox again, uh, the Chief Policy Officer with CARP, formerly the Canadian Association of Retired Persons. You want to find out more information, great website, carp.ca. This survey that they did, their, their members speaking out on long-term care, the most important issues identified in long-term care were adequate staffing at 62%, resident safety at 41%, uh, PPE and supplies for staff at 40%, and testing of staff and residents at 36%. So as you heard, she said, you know what? Uh, the money is better than nothing, but uh, overall would like to see changes to um, how the retirement money um, could be used, could be accessed, how it's taxed, and as well, you know, falling back, going back to the 2019, um, the federal election campaign when, when Justin Trudeau said a re-elected government would provide a 10% boost to old age security at age 75 and a 25% increase to the CPP, to Canadian Pension Plan, for widows and widowers. Still waiting on that.